another episode of That's What She Said with Zach and Nicole. Hello, everybody. You threw me off by not saying TWSS. I threw myself off, honestly. I was when going through it, that? and the, yeah. the letters popped in my head, and I didn't say them. And it's all right. You so, know what? We just gotta go with the flow. each other every episode. We try and su- I try and surprise you with so many things, and I just I can't. <laughs> I have to talk it out loud before we do an episode. All right, so getting right to it, episode 26. According to The Observer, Warner Bros. reportedly will lose up to $100 million on Tenet. I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah. They, I... Nolan, really, and, I, and I respect the crap out of Nolan. I think he's a fantastic director, fantastic um, visionary. Mm-hmm. Visionary? Visionary, thank you. <laughs> I know what you're trying to say. I know. I was trying to make up all these fancy words. Um, A visionary. But I think... I mean, right now, it's difficult to put out any kind of film. Mm -hmm. While, I mean, during this pandemic, it's it's difficult for any film. And I love those, especially like Disney Plus, who say, okay, we're going to just release this out onto our platform. Mm -hmm. And Netflix saying, okay, we're just going to release this. We're going to do... Amazon Prime, Hulu, all of them are doing what they can to get movies out for us. Um, I mean, for what it was worth, for them to have Tenant out in the theater for what maybe a month, mm-hmm. maybe three weeks, they made what they could during that. But I, I just think, do we think it was worth it for them to release it during this time, or should he have waited? I still believe he should have waited. I agree. I think he should have waited. Everyone everyone was saying that it was important because the film needed to be seen in theaters, and I, I completely agree with oh, that. Absolutely. I think it would have been a completely different experience if it wasn't. But After seeing it in theaters, I absolutely agree. I just think we have to be smart, and I've always been saying that, that I think it would have been smart to just release it through a VOD platform or something like that, and then saw what happened. Because, I mean... Yes, less people probably would have came out to see it, but I mean, less people probably would have paid for it for VOD as well. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, we paid what, like twelve or four? I think I paid fourteen dollars, like including 14 tax. Bucks. And I'm not. It, it was worth it, mm-hmm. no matter what. I will never say a movie is not worth it. Um, but I think it definitely should have been pushed back. It. it maybe to next April or May when it's more a lot more safe to mm-hmm. be going to a theater because when we went it was we've said it before there were maybe yeah. six of us I would say maybe eight th- the three of us went together me and Cassie I, I applaud them for attempting I applaud them for what they have made I'll never debunk how much a movie makes but they definitely should have waited mm-hmm. they should have at least maybe released it or something but you know what they I, I honestly don't know whether waiting would have changed. I just think it's, it's fantastic on Nolan's part to push something he was passionate about. I also think it was stupid, I will say. And I've come out and said that as well. I think that he, he got too big for his breaches and was like, I'm going to save th- theaters. And I was like, no. <laughs> because the theater literally, I think the theater closed down. All theaters closed down probably. Like a... Less than, months, a month, yeah. less than a month less after than a month that after. was released. Um, but anyways, I, again, I just think, you know what, 
I'm happy he stuck to his guns. I'm happy he stuck to what he wanted. And whether he made the amount he thought, like, they definitely would have made so much more not in a pandemic, but... Yeah. It is what it is. According to IndieWire, Warner Bros. shared regrets and sadness over the witches, offending the disability community. The villainous witches appear to have three fingers, which look similar to the limb abnormality, ectrodactyl... God, that's hard to pronounce. <laughs> or otherwise known as split hand. I still have not seen this film, but I've mm -hmm. heard so much criticism over the past week from this that I honestly had no idea what the criticism was over. Mm -hmm. Have you watched it? No. I only saw the picture of Anne Hathaway's The Grand Witch. Oh. And the image that they're referring to is as far as the split hand reference. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see the similarities and it was a tremendous oversight from Warner Brothers to release the movie in that way. I mean, I, I see both sides of the argument. I see some people like people are overly sensitive and everything mm -hmm. can be said about everything. But I also think in, a, in an age now where, as I keep saying, representation is important and, and telling stories that are inclusive is so important. I think at this point more research should have been done as yeah. far as as far as the witch's design to inch make sure something like this didn't happen again because then what happens if there's a little girl who has split hand for instance and then other kids see this movie and you start calling her a grand witch. You know, that's that's been the okay, argument. Okay, I but, see that. Um I I was like, oh that's rough. But I think Anne Hathaway handled it perfectly. The way she where she handled it, she had an Instagram post where she apologized on an Instagram post. She made it known that this was not her intention and if she had known more about the um the abnormality. Yes, if she knew more about th that then she wouldn't have signed on to the project. And oh, then she also raised awareness to a charity, I believe, that helps children with this disability or something like that. And so I thought that was really cool how she handled that. Because Good for her. Not only people would, would either defend their d decision to join a movie like that or defend the film. And I think she was just like, you know, I have a child. I know I would never want to have this conversation with my child. And so I need to do better as someone who has kids when doing a kids film to do more research mm -hmm. and i think i think one thing is it's raised awareness of this of this abnormality and and you know i think that's always a good thing so um i hope it can there can be a resolution coming forward but absolutely do you plan on watching it yeah, but probably a little bit later. I mean, we You're are so hesitant with that answer. Well, the thing is, <clears throat> my funds aren't doing too well right now, and um, as far as with Netflix and Disney Plus for the Mandalorian, what is it on? So it's going to be on HBO Max. And I'm the witches. Gonna, it's on HBO Max, the witches, and I'm waiting till well oh, next week with the Snyder Cut releases. No, it's twenty twenty one. My bad. Oof. Oh, when they oh. release the witches. The Witcher the, season two? No, they already released The Witches. It's just a movie. It's not a oh, season. It's oh. not a TV series. It's just a single movie. But I was thinking I'd probably wait till 2021 and get HBO Max. That way I can watch the Snyder Cut and everything else. That's but fair. That's yeah, no, I'm probably... Honestly, I 
there's so many movies on my list right now, and because I'm still trying to finish Smallville, I'm like halfway through the series. Halfway. I'm so happy. It took me like two weeks to get to season five from season four. Mm. Yeah, I, I binge-watched one through three, and this is completely off topic, but... <laughs> As always. I binge-watched one through three, and I was waiting to get to four to see him and Lois Lane together. And then... I just got to season five maybe like a week and a half ago and I'm just struggling to like finish it because I want to like I'm not a fan of Lana Lang like I'm trying to get past her you've said this yeah she's just irritating me at this point but anyways so Empire released the first look the first look pictures of action thriller Gunpowder Milkshake starring Karen Gillian or Karen Gillan Michelle Yeoh Lena Headey 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 Butcher away. <laughs> You're just going to let me struggle. Yeah. <laughs> Lena Headey, Angela Bassett, and Carla Gugino. I think it's Lena Gugino. Headley. I'm not I think it's wrong. Headley because I was... You're yeah. making me struggle over no, here. No, it's Headey. My bad. Um, so I, I, I read about this months ago. I genuinely don't know what it's about, but this is a fire cast. Oof. Fire cast. Like, the pictures mm. of them. Um, Such a good cost. I'm excited for it. It looks like it's going to be amazing, especially with all these women. Ass. If you haven't seen the pictures, look them up. It's very so. it's very woman empowerment. Yeah. yeah. Um, any thoughts on it before we move no, on? No, I'm excited for it. Just, I'm excited. Just hoping it comes out as well as it looks. So. <laughs> Jordan Peele's new horror film, Expected Release... Jordan Peele's new horror, I can't talk today, <laughs> is expected to release on July 22nd, 2022. Filming is expected to begin in April 2021. The lead will be a young Latino or Native American male who is a Walmart employee in the electronics section who is described, <laughs> I'm so sorry, that was, who is described as perceptive, sincere, and clutch. What? A Walmart employee in the electronics section? the hell? That's how you know it's going to be a smash. Oh my god. That's how you know it's going to be a smash. It's going to be... A horror film? Yeah. That's, that's honestly a genuine reaction because I didn't... I'm just like, what? And okay. then also... Good for, that, good for him though. But also the, the lead being a young Latino or yeah. Native American male. When was the last time we saw a Native American uh, it's male? It's been a long time. So he, Jordan Peele ticking the inclusion box and representation box. For and then also, Oscar. I mean, he's had... Get Out was sensational. I and still haven't seen And when was the last time we even had a horror film even nominated for any kind of award? So, uh, obviously, there's big things. People are expecting big things from this film. But just to see that he's going to make another film, or at least produce another film, I think is super exciting. I just, I, I'm impressed with this. I think I'm, it genuinely interests me, mm -hmm. regardless of my laugh about it. But it does interest me because you don't ever see a movie take place in a Walmart. Yeah. Especially, it, it just sounds like such like a, a young guy just work, trying to work his way through life, probably trying to work mm -hmm. his way up somewhere. Maybe like he's working and like he's in college and he has a part-time job and who knows. Yeah. But... I'm excited. I think Jordan Peele makes, he creates such visionary films and such elaborate storylines that I'm excited now to see like how this turns out because in my head I'm picturing it one way, but then 
the way, like, when he released Us, mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting, like, I haven't seen it still. I still haven't seen it. It's on my list. But just, like, the way you see the trailer, I'm I'm interested. Yeah. It's caught my attention. Um, David Fincher re- revealed, I cannot talk today. Holy crap. This is the news. He signed a four-year exclusive deal with Netflix. All right, don't kill me. Who is David Fincher? I'm, I'm IMDBing. I understand. Look, I probably know who he is. I'm just, I promise, I'm just off my game today. Fight Club? Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Seven, The Social Network. Yep. Mm-hmm. Gone Girl. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Nope, Some I was wrong. Mine. Best movies. Mind Zodiac. Hunter. Mind Hunter. Mind wow. Hunter. Yeah, he, he's produced it and he Zodiac, yep. directed okay. the first, I want to say the first two episodes of Mind Hunter. I will, um, I'll take my remark back. Good for him. Good for him. They caught a good one. Yeah. I'm interested to see what he'll do. Mm-hmm. And he has, uh, is really good. I think he has a new movie coming out, Mank, with um, Gary Oldman. I think he's the one directing that. I am not 100% sure. I'm going to check it out right now. But I believe it's him. Uh, I see Yeah, that. Mank. Okay, good. Yeah, that's good coming time. out soon. It's like a black and white film noir that's going to come out soon. So I'm excited for that, too. I did hear about that. That's why his name popped up more recently because I read about the film noir mm-hmm. and then Netflix just caught him up in a four-year deal. So that's awesome. It's going to be good for Netflix. going to be good for him. I think Netflix is trying to get back on their game. Well, yeah. I mean, lots of money. <laughs> um, Gerard Butler will return for another installment of the Has Fallen franchise in Night Has Fallen. I will say I am a huge fan of Gerard Butler. I love his work on these films. I loved Olympus Has Fallen. Loved Olympus Has Fallen. What is that face? How many of these can you do where the president is in trouble and you got to save him? I know. <laughs> it's, second, like, it's like, at some point... The, I believe this is the fourth film because he's yeah. had... Yeah, it's the fourth one. Olympus yeah. Has Fallen. And then London Has Fallen was not that good to me. Mm-hmm. What was the third Angel one? Angel Has Fallen. Angel Has Fallen. I finally watched that. It reminded me of Taken 3 where... Liam Neeson's wife dies, and then he gets he yeah, gets I'm, blamed. Um, sometimes I cannot send franchises because of this reason. Maybe they're How just thinking that they can, can keep we going. Play this idea of of Morgan Freeman in trouble <clears throat> with a bodyguard who saves him. I just don't understand. Morgan Freeman, Morgan Freeman as the president gives me a whole other oh, meaning oh. to life. Morgan I love Freeman. his voice. I love them. We'll see. I mean. Maybe it's maybe he's not in trouble this time. I mean, we all need a check. So I, I mean, if if Jared Butler's trying to get check. the bag, then I'm for it. But uh, creatively, I don't understand it. So this next one, I was, I'm, I'm not baffled. I'll read it and then I'll explain my my thought process. James Gunn confirms he's begun a two week quarantine in Canada ahead of the Peacemaker spinoff. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three will be his next film. I'm amazed at the fact that we haven't even met Peacemaker yet. The Suicide Squad is what I would say at least at this point nine months away, because it's next August. 
Yeah, nine months. Time is relative at this point. I have I, no idea well, what the date is today. We'll meet. Let alone we'll when meet this Peacemaker in the Suicide Squad sometime next year, hopefully. And he's already being given a spinoff. Yeah. So you know at this point, okay. But if he's getting a spinoff, go ahead. But it's not just the character. It's John Cena's getting a spinoff. That's really that's yeah. really what we're talking about. But you know his he, him as that character must be that interesting and that what also creatively think of, well written that he is getting his own spinoff I already ahead you. of the Suicide Squad. I agree with you, but I also think that whole for a grungy. Um, killer with killer with no limits. Let's say, since the punish is gone, that hole is there in the genre in the market. And but that's Marvel. Peacemaker, that's on DC. I'm saying Peacemaker could fill that hole. Yeah. Because Peacemaker is he's making peace regardless of what's right or what's wrong. So if it means killing someone, so we need someone else then, who's kind of like the Punisher to be relevant. That's now, what I'm saying. Like yes. Peacemaker is kind of fills that 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 role, Punisher if role, anything, yeah. that Punisher role of, of of killing without regard for anyone else. You know, you know. So yeah. it could be that, but I think <clears throat> it can't be understated. John Cena in the mix. The fact that John I, Cena is a bankable actor right now. I mean, he's not The Rock, but he does make decent money. He's on these Experian boost mobile commercials experience boost commercials with him riding a cow so i mean he's getting checks right now and it wouldn't be crazy to think that he would get that i'll say this about john cena i was very hesitant about him being in any kind of film because i don't know like i i, I understand before anyone comes at me i understand that the rock was a wwfc e. fighter before he was an actor, I understand all that, and it's what ha- like with The Rock for me. Mm-hmm. Before I go into this, The Rock for me was always an actor before I knew he was a WWE person. So what was Dave Batista? I honestly, I I can promise you this. I one hundred percent did not know Dave Batista and jo- Dave Batista was a WWE fighter. I knew John Cena was because of Total Bellas and all that, and I would see it on Twitter. My point is, is that it's very, like, for me, it's hard to, like, transition that to an, to the movies. It's hard to transition him to movies for me. But I will say this. He is a good actor in my eyes. Who, John Cena? Yes. I loved him I more. I thought you hated him in, in his last project. What was his last project? Well, you didn't like him in Trainwrecked. And I okay. can't think of another movie that you no, actually so liked him in. Trainwreck, that was... I just didn't like the character they gave him because he was just such like a... It was obnoxious. I just don't think he can do funny roles for me. What? No. No, I liked him in Bumblebee. I saw him. He was a a colonel or a sergeant. And he was... He plays a good soldier. He was really good for me. And I don't know if it was a serious role. And I've had this discussion with my sister. I like him more in serious roles. The Rock, I think, does so much better in... Comedian role, comedic roles, which he mostly does. Um, I think Tooth Fairy was like a comedic slash serious role, but The Rock. Yeah, but he does like he does so well in Jumanji. I'm just saying, like sometimes well, it's hard for me to. Jumanji is just him. 
being himself. I know, and that's what's so freaking he's funny. Not, he's not acting in Jumanji. I don't know. In my head, I just, I see it how I see it, and... But, like, I'm, have you seen Hercules? No. Okay, because he sucks in that. Scorpion King, he sucks in that. I can, I can imagine. <laughs> so, I mean, and, and I, I'm, I'm not really a huge fan of Central Intelligence either. But I, I haven't it, seen that one. But I mean, The Rock's The Rock. You can't. Oh, exactly. And he does well in, I know it's animated, Moana, but. He, like, I'm surprised you saw that. I did. <laughs> I did. Actually, Thomas introduced me and Katie to it. Wow. But Dave Batista, I love Dave Batista too. I love him in Guardians of the Galaxy. I haven't seen him in um, whatever that new spy movie is with him and the little girl. Oh, no. I was thinking about. Um, I was thinking about, it's not The Martian, it's uh, Blade Runner 2049. Oh, is he in that? Oh, and Dave Bautista is going to be in um, Dune next year. Mm -hmm. So I'm really excited to see him in that, in in like a more serious role. Yeah. I don't know, John Cena for me, like I just have to see him in this role. I think he'll be really good or I think he'll be, we'll see. I have high hopes for him. I think if James Gunn is talking him up and he's, I just, we'll have to see how he does. But James Gunn did confirm as well on Twitter, because he had a questionnaire with fans, that he has not changed much from the original script, or I don't think really anything has changed from the original Guardians 3 script. They will start filming, I believe, early next year. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I'm looking to you for confirmation. You're the Marvel person, I don't know. I'm gonna, I believe it's early next year is when they're going to start filming, but... Who knows? It's it's all about timing. James Gunn is very always usually very tight lipped sealed on these, which I love because mm-hmm. he he's very secretive about his projects, and that's why I love how secretive he's being about the Suicide Squad because I think he wants to make it perfect before he releases anything. Like I know we saw a behind the scenes video trailer of it, but I think I love how he said it in like. He said online that he was releasing photos. He said some of the cast will not be featured in these photos because they were sit or sitting and standing in front of um, artwork of the film. And I respect him for wanting to keep it so under wraps right. that we don't really see much other than like what we've already seen as a behind the scenes look. That's fair. I think That's I think fair. we'll see something soon. Maybe maybe it'll be a New Year present. Mm-hmm. Zack Snyder teases what Martian Manhunter will look like in 2021's Justice League with plans for a second installment. Yeah. So this is what confused me because I don't know what a se- what's a second installment for like Justice Ju- League 2. <laughs> <laughs> your face. We have a live reaction of your reaction. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, so he's going to do a sequel? With a possible sequel. That's what he was saying. He was discussing. You have shocked me again. <laughs> I never ever thought anyone could ever like actually shock me, but this is like the third time this week. This is like my current. Yeah. Right now. This is like the set, literally last episode you yeah. shocked me with Insidious Four News, Insidious Five, 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 and this. Yeah. Okay. So Martian, uh, Martian Manhunter was always in the plans for Justice League. Um, he had an actor. I can't remember his name right now. I think it's something Lennox. Lennox? No, I can't remember his name right now. Um, but 
he was always in the plans. He never featured in um, the Justice League film, but the what the character looks like looks interesting. It's in typical Zack Snyder fashion, being very muted colors and dark. <clears throat> oh, this guy is on Supergirl. Harry Lennox, that's the name. This character is in, uh, yeah, it's in Supergirl, yeah. played by David Harewood. That's why it sounded so familiar to me. Good for them, because I love, I love his character on Supergirl. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to Marshall Manhunter because he's one of my favorites. Um, but wow, with a possible, he's really amping this up. So I'm hoping that it, I'm hoping the hype matches. Well, I think one of the things is one major studios have seen the fact that fans can get behind something and they want, when they want something you should they will literally stop at nothing will, to get yeah, it stop at nothing to get it so i think there's another thing and i think too i think a lot more people realize zach snyder's worth as a director so if if the possibility is that we'll get a justice league we'll get exactly what he envisioned for a justice league and that the amount of subscribers to HBO Max is going to go through the roof just for this one film. Then this I think HBO, I think HBO and, and, and Warner Brothers are looking at it as saying, okay, maybe we should put some money together to try and make a second one. That way you get another project if, the way you want the, it. If the option is there. Right, but I wonder if it would deviate away from a straight Warner Brothers publication to more of an HBO release i mean i guess it depends on who I, gives him an really offer does, it really really depends but i think if this tv series event thing goes well that might be the direction forward mm -hmm. you know and i think that way zach gets to tell the story the way he wants but in smaller increments rather than like the big budgets that he's used to yeah and i think that might be one offer a different challenge to him as a director but i also think that that might be better um show off what he's able to do as a director so yeah and you know I've, I've been critical of zach schneider's movies in the past but i wonder if his tv shows would be better with a smaller format and you know 30 minute stint to produce a great story rather than a two hour or three hour epic you know might be different and i think he's that kind of director who can bring the big screen to the small screen <clears throat> effectively you know. Now, have they announced, I don't remember, for Justice League, is it going to be one hour each week? Or is it going to be, like, completely... They four? haven't announced exactly how they're going to do it. Um, we know that it's going to be a miniseries. I believe it's four or six episodes. I can't remember off the top of my head right now. But we know it's going to be that. We don't know whether it's going to be every week. But I, I, they were saying that what you could do, and this is what you know, bloggers and people like us have been saying is, what we would probably would do is we'd wait until we get all the episodes and then just binge the full thing the way in which he intended it to be. But no one's against people watching episode by episode. I would probably do up. episode by episode. I think it'd be more digestible and then you go back and you watch the, the four hour epic it was going to be. But mm -hmm. um, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm I'm excited for it. I'm genuinely more interested now because I love I love Marsha Manhunter. The fact that they're already planning for a second like a second film or a second installment is but here's wildly. Another, here's another big thing about this too because if 
If we can figure out a deal with Hawk Girl, whether she comes in Black Adam or... Genuinely, I thought you said Hawk Girl. Hawk <laughs> and then girl. I didn't realize it was whether, Hawk Girl. Wh- wh- where she fits in, then maybe we can get Hawk Girl into the mix. Maybe we can get Supergirl into the mix. That'd be you amazing. Know, we'll see how that kind of expands. But Green Lantern. Green Lantern's the next one, which has been hinted at a few times. Of a That's pro- who I thought that... Project I- coming um, the pipeline sometimes so green lantern is my biggest hope for a surprise in snyder's justice league i think we'll get it i think so too i think we'll at least have like a a green glow or somewhere in there and that would be uh, because enough. i swear to you that like when i watched the trailer for the first time with my cousin like he pointed out to me in like the reflection of alfred's glasses you can see a green, green. And then in, like, the flashback, you saw Green Lantern flying above everyone. So I definitely think that there's more of a storyline there for him to come in on for something. I don't, I honestly can tell you, but I think, I wouldn't be surprised at this point in seeing everyone who's come back to do reshoots and everyone who's, like, getting together for it. I wouldn't be surprised if we were given him as a Green Lantern. Maybe that's why they haven't announced anything yet, because Snyder's like, okay, listen, like, he's going to be in my shoot let's wait until after it premieres and then we announce who the green lantern is or we announce a green lantern series so maybe that's what they're trying to do i could tell you but Mm -hmm. like i i just like i think surprises in these kind of things are the best yeah and i've said that with marvel films too i love to be surprised i don't really like to learn more ahead of time like i try and stay away from spoilers from everything so that's why i would kind of watch Justice League week by week because I know people come on and do like spoiler reviews and they do then then people like fans love to tweet. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say though when Infinity War and Endgame came out, everyone was very respectful for the first like two weeks. They were no mm-hmm. spoilers. I didn't see a thing. I, although Australia got it day ahead of us, and I stayed off of everything. Hardest twenty four hours, but worth it. <laughs> Another story no one needed to know about. <laughs> um, Emily in Paris, which is a Netflix original with Lily Collins, got renewed for a second season. Zach has not seen it yet. I have to say it's a really good coming-of-age film uh, or series. It's only 10 episodes. In all honesty, it got a little bit of heat because Emily graduates with a master's degree and she's 22. So every, like all these people were coming at the show saying that's so unrealistic she can't get a master's degree at 22 just a bunch of shit so she could it got i I, that's what i was saying but i didn't want to get involved so got a lot of heat but it's a good it's a good show it's not amazing but it's good enough that i want to see it continue with where it left off on so that's my review on that (laughs) um wandavision we finally got Four new stills, black and white. It looks like an I Love Lucy kind of thing from what I've seen. What? We're grasping at straws right now. What? Oh, with WandaVision? Yeah. Just stop it. Just just give it to us. We're tired. <laughs> just give it to us. I really... <laughs> I'm so Look right, right in the camera and talk to just Kevin Feige. Give it to us. <laughs> We want WandaVision. Give us WandaVision. Like, how many times do we have to talk about it? We, we've been waiting Kevin for Feige's this forever. Kevin Feige's been real quiet. 
Marvel's been real quiet. <laughs> um, stills. We're not going to tell you when it's coming out, but we're going to give you stills. No. So supposedly we're supposed to get it before the new year. We're supposed to get it before January, and That's like we're said. literally like grasping. We thought we were going to get you. it by Halloween. We thought. Well, okay. Bro, we're in I November did, right I now. <laughs> <laughs> we're ten days overdue. <laughs> No, what? So, uh, what I think happened was I think they accidentally released October thirtieth uh, because some platform, some people oh saw gosh. it in other countries and they said, "Oh, October thirtieth," but there was no way they were gonna do that with Mando. So, I think we'll get it. Uh, there's a rumor it's gonna be closer to Christmas. That that was the original rumors, like Thanksgiving or Christmas. But I think at this point, people are just kind of guessing. And giving like a fan theory, which I don't believe until Disney Plus actually releases it. Just release it. Like releases a date. But we've they seen... Could, they could literally not tell us and release it and it would still blow up. So what's the point in having a date right now? Because they actually just finished wrapping. They just finished filming it, I think, last week. I believe Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany had more scenes to film or they had to go back and do action sequences from what I have heard. So at this point, I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't get it until January 2021. I don't know. I mean, but everything's I'm, coming at 2122 anyway, so. I'm more interested. So they're really hyping this series up genuinely because I've never seen so many fans so hyped up about one series before because we haven't had anything no it's not even that it's withdrawal symptoms it's that's not, what we're experiencing no, it's right not, now it's not it's even withdrawal that. symptoms it's like give me marvel <laughs> <laughs> that's literally me though kevin Feige got something for me that's all it is no so reports are saying that apparently the first episode of the series it was for was uh, filmed in front of a live studio audience and the audience had to sign an NDA so at least like 30 people know what the fuck is going on with WandaVision but that's going on and apparently which is I don't know if you read this or not this was something I wanted to tell you on the podcast so WandaVision series is going to it's going to reference all the phases so it's going to reference one through three Okay. They're going to reference, like, I guess, every film or something. I don't know. But they're going to reference every film from phase one through Every two. film. Or they're going to... It's going to, like, accumulate. So, I'm trying to, like, remember how... Like, all the other information that I read on Twitter. As my... But anyways. So, and uh, apparently Kevin Feige and Marvel Studios spoke with Dick Van Dyke. Dick Van Dyke? Yeah, they, they went to Dick oh, Van Dyke for... Oh, Lord. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Okay, continue. Can we just and let that man retire? <laughs> just <laughs> let that man be. And did you see what I tagged you into on Twitter? They said that WandaVision leads directly mm-hmm. into Doctor Strange. So if... And I will place this bet again. I definitely believe the last... 10 minutes of WandaVision, like, of the last episode, we're going to get Benedict Cumberbatch. Highly That's believe. Easy. He's already in Atlanta. That's an easy bet. He was in Atlanta. It's easy. I'm not going to take you off on that. That's too easy. No, please, because I've lost, <laughs> <laughs> I've lost the other easy. two bets. That's too easy. Whatever. Um, but there is a rumor, speaking mm-hmm. of 
Marvel. <laughs> I can't believe I'm talking about this because it's ridiculous. Um, Harry Styles is rumored to be playing Thanos' brother Star Fox, Star Fox in Eternals. And all these... You know what? It's because these Harry Styles fangirls... Tears like strawberries. <laughs> <laughs> it's because all these fangirls go on TikTok and they're like, Harry Styles is confirmed. And, and I'm like... Just like a song. Katie even came to me and was like... She goes, did you know this? And I said, Caitlin, I go, if you go on his IMDb and if you go on Eter- if you go on Eternals, I said, anyone can write in on IMDb yeah. anything. Yeah. So I said, Hugh Jackman was supposed to be in, quote unquote, Endgame as Wolverine. And do you know how many people... That would have been tight. Do you know how many people were pissed because he wasn't in there? That and we're all like, tight. they're like, what the fuck? Um, I would have been impressed if they had gotten I would have loved that. I would have been like, okay. I see Marvel. But no. I think it's a ridiculous rumor, in my opinion. I don't think he's in it. I haven't heard. If he was in it, and this is something I've been saying to people, if he was in it, there would be so, there would be so much more hype to him being in it. Like, not for Eternals in general. There would be much more news outlets talking about it. Okay, but as, as ridiculous as this could potentially be. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest, the Eternals cast is like a mismatch of all kinds of different people. Has Angelina Jolie to freaking Rob, Rar, oh my God. <laughs> I didn't even drink well, before this episode. <laughs> no, but, what's his name? Oh my God. It's Richard Madden. They have Richard Madden, Salma Hayek, freaking, I can't even pronounce Kamel it. Nanjiani. Yeah, I can't even pronounce his name. It's a mismatch of different people. It's so just so like, for Harry Styles to be involved, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised, but I, I just know think I, I know he's being not in it. Thanos' brother is interesting, but I, yeah, he's gonna come and sing you watermelon sugar. Hi, watermelon sugar. Hi, I adore you. <laughs> uh, but sugar, I mean, if he's in it, that's fantastic. <laughs> I just don't think he is, but I mean. I'd be funny. I, I'd love I would. Face he would come in and I would be like, the fuck? <laughs> um, all right. So The Mandalorian has premiered. We're already going to yeah. see episode three. I have not personally seen it, so I'm going to pass this over to Zach. And I'm mm. just going to say what I've heard Yeah. so far. Yeah. But I, I, this is your time to shine. So... <laughs> I was late to episode one, mm-hmm. and by that point, Twitter kind of blew up with yes. people's perceptions of the episode. Everyone was kind of underwhelmed by the first episode, it seemed. That's what I heard. I went in and I watched it, and I was also kind of underwhelmed, but I also I also was lucky to watch the last episode of season one again and then i saw the making of the mandalorian documentary that disney has on there and they just like kevin favreau and the the directors for the different episodes all sat together and some you know it was a really cool in conversation they had but you just realize that episode season one is really just a mismatch of different stories that um they connect but very loosely it's not like a very cohesive story season mm-hmm. one 
And I just think that as fans, we kind of blew up about the fact that we were getting something Star Wars related and, and the fact that it felt authentically Star Wars, but that's also because of the people involved are huge Star Wars fans. And when you have Dave Filoni, J John Favreau and George Lucas in a room together, all like looking and referencing things together, I think you're going to get something that feels authentically Star Wars. Um, sadly, episode one doesn't pick off up where season one ends. We don't see um, Moff Gideon come out of the of the ship with the lightsaber and continue his search. It doesn't pick up there. So fans were kind of like, okay, where is this going? We had such a great final reveal from the end of season one to end of season, or beginning of season two. It just didn't feel like he was off. However, the Tamura Morrison reveal at the end of season one is like, so good so good but then in episode two they don't build off of that so there's a lot of loose ends right now that i hope as the season goes we kind of tie those up but it it's not as i don't know what the word is but it does feel kind of underwhelming so far and I wonder if that's just the expectations that we all had based off of season one going into season two, that we were going to get some more answers. And honestly, I will say they are banking on Baby Yoda right now for season two. And I know has it's... Has Baby Yoda not been in it yet? No, he has. He's oh, been okay. all throughout. But we're banking on his cuteness and the funny quips <laughs> that he, he can give, the you know. Um, rather than focusing on Mando and what Mando's journey is. And um, I don't know, it's just a lot of big stuff that's been hinted at but hasn't fully kind of gone there yet. Yeah. Because I mean like episode one, episode one of season two, spoiler alert, but um, Mando sees Boba Fett's armor. And he takes it with him and carries it off with him. So you got that kind of connection that there was like, you know when we expected that Mandalorian was going to be about Boba Fett? Mm -hmm. And then we find out off the heels of that there's going to be a Boba Fett series coming out soon. So there's just a lot of joy right now in the Star Wars universe because we're getting these these thoughts. And then to see Tamara Morrison, obviously we're just like, okay, this is just fantastic. But... um. Episode two was really good too. I mean, it was interesting. It was kind of freaky, I will say. It was a pretty freaky episode. Has Rosario Dawson's character come in yet? No, we haven't seen Ahsoka. We haven't seen um, Gina Carano yet. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I, I expect you know the new episode drops Friday. Have we seen Gene Carlo Esposito? Yeah. No, we haven't seen him yet. So maybe they're just building up. I, that's what I'm thinking, but it just feels kind of lackluster based on the fact that we had all those characters in season one. We would expect to see the rest of that con continuation yeah. in, in season two. But that's yeah. what that's what I heard because I know Daniel Richmond on Twitter had said something about I guess like we were hoping that the first two three episodes wouldn't be a build up to the whole. I mean. Which I understand because season one, like, there was so much hype when it was coming out. Like, everyone was excited. And then season two, like, you do have that hype. And I understand where you come from with that because 
as a fan, like if you if you hype something up so much, and if the the first season is so good, like the first movie is so good, and then the second movie, second installment, you have so much hope, it's kind of a letdown. Yeah. So maybe the third episode will will start. It'll pick up. But even like when I remember back to season one, the first few episodes were cool, but they weren't spectacular. And then as I think that's what threw me off of season one. As we got to, I want to say episode. four, but I'm not 100% sure. It's the episode that Bryce Dallas Howard directed. Yeah. That episode, I think things shifted in a really great way for The Mandalorian. I still, I mean, for me, season one, I don't know if it's because I was on my phone. I don't know what it was, but I just couldn't get into it. And I'm still like, I'm, I'm two episodes away from the finale. And just keep watching. I'm going to try to after Smallville. The really good. Um, and you also... Any more thoughts on Mando? No, I'm just excited to see where where it goes. Uh, you know, I'm gonna finish it out. I paid oh, yeah, for the subscription. I'm just gonna finish it out and see what happens. But it's 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 a little bit. Yeah, it's just needs to get there. Yeah. And you also finished The Witcher season yes. one. Yes, took me a while, but I finally finished it. How is it? It's good. It's really good. Um, I think you would enjoy it more than I did. Really? Yeah, as far as... Is it the Game of Thrones vibe? Or... No, just a lot of Henry Cavill in a <laughs> different... Is that why I would enjoy it? Because of him? Yeah. I I did try it's, it. It's good. I don't know. I, I like it, but I also feel like he was playing into this... This, this character voice that I wasn't particularly interested in. I don't like when people sound Too gravelly. Barbarian? No. Barbaric? They, 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 they purposefully muffled. Mm. I don't like that. Okay. And I'm surprised how much Matthew McConaughey gets away with when he does films because he has that kind of raspy, gravelly tone. But... Henry Cavill, it just feels overdone with him because I've heard him sound very clear in movies before. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I guess to hear this was weird. Um, it's it's interesting. It's got a Game of Thrones vibe, but a very clean Netflix aesthetic, if you get what I mean. Oh, absolutely. Because I watched the first, I would yeah. say, like 15, 20 minutes. And when I, for me, I don't know if this is how you are, but for me personally, and I've said this about films too, if I'm on my phone, okay, so like I, I, I watched the first 20 minutes without my phone. Mm-hmm. My phone was down. I wasn't looking at it. And I caught myself just like wanting to be on my phone the whole time because mm-hmm. I just wasn't, I guess maybe it was the first episode because Game of Thrones kind of did the same thing to me. Game of Thrones, my roommate's boyfriend was telling me, you just kind of have to push through the first season because it gets, the first season of Game of Thrones, as you know, mm-hmm. it's just, it's a background story of the rest of the series. Yeah. So when I got more into Game of Thrones, when I got into season, like season one finale, it's crazy. And then going from there, mm-hmm. it's like, are the Starks going to reunite yeah. and everything? Like, so going from that, that's how I, I did feel that way when I watched The Witcher, the first, like the first 20, 30 minutes. I just couldn't, for some odd reason, I just couldn't, like, get into it. And I don't know if it was just because of the accents or or something. Maybe it was, for me, it was too slow to start with. Yeah. And if a show doesn't grab my attention within the first maybe 15 minutes, first 10, I just can't, I 
But I will say, I will say the difference is the fact that, and again, I I watched the behind the scenes afterwards just so I got more context, but they're interweaving three storylines into one season. And I think that's what makes it quite difficult because it's hard to figure out who to follow. Okay. And yes, at different points, these, some of these storylines intersect, but it was, it was pretty enjoyable. It the first three episodes are fine, but I think from episode four till eight or nine, they just fly. And it's very interesting to watch. So um, uh, after after Smallville, I'm going to, I think the, after Smallville, I'm going to probably go into Mandalorian. I'm going to try and finish that and start season two. And then I'm going to work my way to The Witcher. Yeah. And then work my way to other movies. But... I just have to like, yeah, fully watch Smallville to, before I can watch anything no, else. That makes but sense. The Witcher, I've I've genuinely and honestly want to watch it, and I want to give it another shot because that's how I felt with Smallville. I started Smallville, I would say like a year and a half ago, and I never went back to it. And it's because the first season mm-hmm. was just so like I just wasn't a fan. Mm-hmm. I watched the first like seven episodes and I just couldn't get into it. So then I finally gave another shot because right. people kept telling me, no, like, you have to get past season one. And I did. And I, as soon as I finished season one, I was addicted. Mm-hmm. Like, I was watching it for, like, 12 hours a day. Like, I watched it su- all day Sunday. So I think with Witcher, I just have to sit myself down and finish it. Yeah. And focus. And the same thing with Mandalorian. I have to focus. That's what it happened. I had to focus. I just sit down and watch it. But I also think if I had played the games... And or read the book, then I would have a better appreciation for what I'm seeing, and but, I think that's what also why I was like, eh. But that's how I feel about Game of Thrones too, because Game of Thrones. But I I don't feel Game of Thrones. You need to have read the book to get. No, not Game just of the, not the book. Cause I didn't even know it was a series, a, like a book series. I do want to read those books, but they're so I think they're so thick that, that yeah. I'm gonna have to like it's gonna be time consuming. But I'll get to it. But with Game of Thrones, like I knew like I knew I was into it when halfway through season one I wasn't anywhere near my phone I would watch honestly I finished it in the show the first like seven seasons maybe yeah seven seasons in three weeks Mm -hmm. because I was watching it from like 8 a.m to like 2 Mm a.m because I was so into it yeah so that's like how that's how I want to be with these shows like I want to be so obsessed that like I have to force myself not to watch it anymore that's fair but I think if you if you tell me I I would like The Witcher, I hundred percent believe you. Yeah, I just you. think you'd like it for Henry Cavill. There's a lot of various states of undress that he's Listen, in. I don't and just tight, like to look at and, men like that. And tight leather pants, and I think you would enjoy that. So you know that's what? all. Stop I'm pulling my leg. I'll watch him. I mean it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I caught you on that one. Moving on. Okay, so this has been a hot topic yeah. for months, months on months. And finally, um, so Johnny Depp resigns mm-hmm. as Grindelwald for Fantastic Beasts at Warner Bros. request. How will this affect Fantastic Beasts moving forward? We also got a release date, mm-hmm. ironically enough, I believe right before his release. Mm-hmm. And it's set for July 15th, 2022, which makes sense because I know those kind of films, I know the Harry Potter films like to be usually released summer like or mostly like November-ish, but um, we kind of knew this 
I'm not going to speak for both of us on this, but I'll say, like, we had discussions on where this was going to go because we had said from the start this move, this series was kind of jinxed mm-hmm. because of how much bad juju was actually surrounding it with the whole thing with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, with J.K. Rowling and her tweets, mm-hmm. with Ezra Miller and his... Yeah. His... I don't even know if it was assault, but with what happened with him and Eddie Redmayne saying he does not want to work with JK Rowling anymore. And now, and then Jude law, the sixth thing, Jude law is now captain hook in the live action, Peter Pan or Pan and Wendy. So the big question was, can the film, can these films survive? Because it's from what I read three or four years ago, I believe, or like after the first film came out, it, it is signed on for about five or six films. Five films. I think it's five films because it's supposed to tell the story mm-hmm. of Grindelwald and Dumbledore, like how everything came to be mm-hmm. and their, what leads to Grindelwald's demise, his fall. So with that being said, I, I don't want to say that this was smart on Warner Brothers' end, but I just I think... For me personally, the only thing I'll say about it is that I just find it incredibly sad. Mm-hmm. I and he's still getting paid eight figures for this. Yeah. He got paid for that one. I guess he already filmed one scene yeah. for the third film. He's already getting paid eight yep. eight figures for it. Pay or play. Which everyone is is praising um, his agent because his agent is I don't even know whose agent is, but they are fantastic oh, for getting that for him. Um. I'm also going to hear your thoughts first, but I did want to just get out that I just think this whole thing is just, mm-hmm. it, it's messed up. I just, the f- go ahead. I know what you're saying. Yeah, I, I just can't finish that. <clears throat> so <laughs> I, I wanted to learn more about this because at face value, it sounds worse than it is. Mm-hmm. So it turns out that Warner Brothers didn't make the decision until after his defamation case yes. was resolved. They, uh, this is from the Hollywood Reporter I'm getting this, this information from. Mm-hmm. They said that the judge wait, they wait until the, judge, the judge's decision before they moved forward with it. So once the judge said that, you know, threw the case out the window and said, you know, that this defamation case isn't... Um, doesn't stand then that's when um, they went forward and and asked for his resignation so if the judge had gone with Johnny Depp he would have a job right now mm-hmm. so I think in terms of due process and allowing you know the courts to go through you know the process it has to go through I think that was a good call on their part to kind yeah. of let that happen <clears throat> um, still questionable considering the fact that his is I don't know what Amber Heard is right now to him I'm not sure if they're divorced right now but you know she still has a job for Aquaman she is too still in, she's still Mira so we don't so and that but that could change but I think in the sense that there is an idea that both parties are at fault in this case we'll see how that progresses um, I think that Johnny Depp, as he said in his Twitter, his Instagram post, that he's going to continue fighting for his innocence, which he should. And I think, as is, is, you know, you're right, he should. And I think that he'll be okay in the long run. 
if he can prove everything, obviously. But I don't. Th- I think he's. I think he's made the right choice for himself. I honestly don't see where this franchise is gonna go. But I think what's also interesting is the fact that nobody has come to his support at all, including J.K. Rowling, who was the one who wanted him to be Grindelwald. Are in you the first talking? Place. Regarding the cast, or just the cast in terms of the cast, in terms of the decision that Warner Brothers made, nobody was, was like, oh, say, "I'm so sorry, Johnny," or like came to his aid, or in any way tried to. I was gonna say because his family and his friends, like um, Helena Bottom Carter, Lily Rose Depp, um, who else? There was a bunch of people who I was very shocked that, like, Winona Ryder, everyone, like said he's such a good guy he does yeah. not deserve this like all of his f- friends came to like orlando bloom mm-hmm. um javier bardem bardem said something and i mean i under okay so part of me is thinking maybe the cast hasn't said anything because maybe they're all signed on contract saying like okay do not reach out but it also it's kind of messed up because that is you spend so much time with the cast mm-hmm. that you would think that okay like i made friends on this and Maybe J.K. Rowling doesn't want to get more heat for anything. Maybe she, which is stupid, but it's not stupid. But she has the most power in this situation. She could have honestly said, "Warner Brothers, She's no, we're not going to." She's the producer fire. of the project. If she really wanted him to stay, she could have said, "Okay, can we get? Can he? Can we film this last film and then he can go?" She could probably have struck a deal. And maybe with transition because he. We've seen him. We like Colin Farrell has played him, and then yes. it turns into Johnny Depp. So yes. easily they could have done something, but I under okay. So maybe, and it, I'm not I'm not throwing any shade towards him. He did film one scene, so I understand where they're saying okay, we can get away with it, we can throw him out. But still, that's so trashy for me on Warner Brothers Ed because for someone who is honestly one of the most A list famous actors in that film. To throw them out, like, it makes me almost kind of not want to go see it now because I Depends on who they recast because that's what they're doing right now. Is they, they have that one actor else. as a possibility, which I wouldn't be mad if... There's if, also potential talk of maybe going back to Colin Farrell. Colin, oh, actually, they said they can't because he's actually in the middle of filming oh, the, Batman the Batman right now. And that's filming through... He even said that's filming through February. And they're already... I mean, they're both filming in London... But I just don't see him being able to do both because if they're already both, if they're both filming, there's no way. Okay, so what do you think they're gonna do? What How, do I think? Yeah, what do you think Fantastic Beasts? Well, is gonna I mean, do? What do you Fantastic think? Beasts is filming right now, and if if they have to recast, they Brenda have Wald to is definitely that going to be a major character in three because that's how they left it off. Right. So what do you think they're gonna do? I think they're going to pull at strings and they're going to cast as fast as they can. Maybe they had, in all honesty, maybe they had someone in the back of their mind while the whole Johnny Depp thing was going on. Maybe they said, okay, let's have our backup here. Let's let's think of an actor. And maybe they had someone in, in the back burner and said, okay, if we have to let Johnny Depp go, let's have A, B, and C in the background and see who best fits this character, how we can transition Johnny Depp to this person, which is still shitty but yeah, it's the business decision it, it's usually honestly they just and i'm not refer- i'm not comparing the two but they yes, did the are. same thing with the bachelorette <laughs> so they just transitioned but i i don't know i think the whole amber Heard thing i genuinely believe that she shouldn't be in, in and that was a whole question mark too 
we were questioning whether or not, because we hadn't heard yet, there was no confirmation on her being in Aquaman 2 yet. We had um, Patrick, what's his name? Patrick Wilson, not Patrick Wilson. It's... Yeah, isn't it? Isn't it? We had him confirmed, wasn't... Um, I'm like blanking on the actors today. There was there was quite a few people confirmed to return to Aquaman 2. Mira, Amber Heard as Mira was not one of them at the moment, but as soon as this came out, they said Amber Heard was gonna was confirmed to go back. Mm. And especially since she was doing reshoots for Justice League. I don't know. Do you think it's smart for them to recast? What what would you say? Depends on how much of the movie they have. Well, they started filming, I believe, in like September, October. Their aim for what, from what I heard, was September, but I don't believe they started filming until maybe October. So, if they already have one scene with him done, and who knows how much of the film is already they've gone through. Yeah, they might as well just scrap it and push it back. I mean, at this I point, mean, they could got, probably still film. got time. Yeah, they still got time before it releases, so they yes. could just refigure it out but my theory is that they um, they can obviously film the film other scenes before they bring someone else but even then they're gonna have to quarantine them for two weeks and that's well, two weeks not for even, filming not is even just that but like you said jude law is on pete pan and wendy when does he finish filming with that or can he go between the two or as we're maybe, maybe he's just, already filming as we just discussed fantastic you know, beast as we just discussed with with covid is it even possible for, for an actor to be in two places at the same time? Because that's what would happen before. If you had two films and you, they, they were filming at around the same times, if you could shift your schedule in a way, you could do two films in the same year. But I mean, Colin Farrell would be, would be ideal. But I do, I honestly, I would love to see him in that. And that was my first thought when Johnny Depp was released, was to have Colin Farrell come back. But then I had forgotten that he even said, we're going to be filming into maybe February 21 because of... Yeah. I just wonder how many knives can this movie take in the back before they decide just to die? You know, I, I genuinely uh, would not be surprised if they if they end up stopping at this one, if it ends up getting axed after three. I wouldn't be surprised. And at that point, you just pay everybody out and you take the L and, and move but we'll forward. Know, honestly, I doubt we'll know until maybe next year or 22 because if they announce it for 22 maybe they could say next year okay another part is and and ezra miller is he's going to go into filming the flash he's going to go into filming another part is that i think is also underrated is the draw that johnny depp brings to this film think about the amount of people who love johnny depp who are coming for this movie just to see him with him being removed the idea is that they're gonna lose money anyway and probably in a bigger way than they anticipate well when i first heard that he was gonna and you had said this to me you're like i wish we had gotten that reveal because i found out in fantastic the first fantastic beast that he was going to be grindelwald and i had forgotten and i had sent that to you in a text i said oh my god johnny depp's gonna be in it but for some reason like i don't know what it was i think i just just didn't realize it going in because i was okay where is he where is he and I like how they did it because at the end of Fantastic Beast, you get the reveal of Colin Farrell being arrested, and then he turns into Johnny Depp. In my face, I remember gasping because I was like, I said it to my friend, both my friends afterwards. I was like, that is the best. Like that, mm-hmm. I, I'm not, like I'm at a loss for words because I was genuinely shocked and happy 
at that reveal. Mm -hmm. Because you expect Johnny Depp to come out of the woodworks. You're like, okay, maybe he'll show up on the end. Maybe he'll show up in this scene. You never know. And then Mm -hmm. when he, like, changes, I was like, damn. He's in it for literally five seconds, but that five seconds was the best out of the whole film. I mean, he wasn't that even in the second one that much. I would say, in all honesty, he probably had total of 10-minute FaceTime. Maybe maybe 15 of show face. And that's why you pay him the big bucks. Exactly. And we also have Lashana Lynch. Yeah. Will take over the 007 title, but will she be the new Bond? I don't know. I knew she was going to take over the 007 I have title. no idea. I knew that. And obviously then when that was revealed for real, even though people somehow missed it in the trailer. I missed it in the trailer. <laughs> a bunch of people now blew up because they were like, okay, well, James Bond is white. James Bond is also a man. So she cannot be 007. And like- then we're also saying, okay, well, the point is, James 007 is just a title given to a 00 agent. Yes. The name James Bond, is that really his name or is that just like a code name then you realize that no that's really his name and the way that james bond franchise has been doing things that people have just been coming and playing bonds makes you believe that it could just be a random name given to this undercover agent but with the way that skyfall goes where it talks about his family home and the family motto and all that then you realize it's one individual person. So now we're talking about who's going to be the next Bond. We still have Tom Hardy in the running. We still have possibly Charlie Hunnam in the running going forward. I did hear about um, those too. So we really don't know who's going to be the next Bond. But I, as Lashana Lynch was saying, you know, she said that she has the opportunity to be a part of something that's going to be revolutionary. Absolutely. And I think it'll be really interesting to see a female Bond. And I also think... It'll be very interesting because a lot of people have made jokes about a black Bond. That's probably why Idris Elba didn't work. When you have a man who's an assassin and being black, you kind of have a huge target on your back. But when you're a woman, it's different Hmm. in a way. I feel like you could be a black woman and blend more into the society and situations than being a man. So that could be an interesting way of doing it. We'll see really what happens, but... It looks like No Time to Die is going to really pull the strings in every direction. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see what happens. I will say, though, that I genuinely did not get that from the trailer that she was going to be the... I kind of knew she... I knew she was an agent. Mm-hmm. That much I got. I understood that she was this badass agent. But... Well, she says, I'm the new double O. So oh, see, but I didn't, oh, okay. we knew okay. she was going to be a double O, whether she's going to be double O seven or double O eight. So people might be taking be that as, o. okay, we're theorizing that she's going to be the next Bond. So, so it's not like confirmed, but, but it's, it's no, but there. I, what I think is happening is people are saying, okay, you can't separate double O seven from James Bond. And I think people have to realize that the double O seven title is just a title given to a double O agent. Mm-hmm. So he, James Bond could have been 006. It, it, I mean, it's just the way yeah. Ian Fleming wrote the books. It was 007. So when James removes himself from MI6 and goes on his way, you still have that 007 title up for grabs. 
Lashana Lynch's character completes her two confirmed hits, her two kills, that gives her the 007 title. Oh, And then she takes over that okay. title because James Bond resigns, basically. Then when James comes back, she still has the title. She's not giving that up because she worked for it, obviously. Yeah. So James is still going to be James Bond, but she's going to have the 007 title. So we have two Bonds in the Technically. Film, so then d- moving forward now... Seeing as this is Daniel Craig's last film, and he said that, you know, is it that Lashana Lynch is going to carry the torch moving forward, or are they going to get another person to come in and play James Bond? Which is possibly why they haven't announced the next Bond, because they're waiting for this film to come out, and then they're going to say, okay, she's the next 007. Because I think, I still think that, still think that um, they could go about it, MGM and I think it's Eon Productions could go about it saying that, you know, from now on, it's just 007 titles. It's not James Bond. It's not the James Bond franchise. It's a 007 cool. franchise. Which means that anybody can pick up the 007 title. It doesn't just it doesn't, have to be a, a white doesn't male. It doesn't have, have to be a white man. It could be a black woman. So I think yes. that would be the direction they're moving forward in. But again, Eon Productions didn't even realize that they were going to make a franchise out of James Bond in the beginning. Mm. The Sean Connery films, they didn't realize that we were going to do like yeah. more than one. So, in their mind, they were like, okay, one film, that's cool, we're out. But then when it became so popular and decided to do more and more and they became even more Bond popular. Bond became a household. Bond became a household name. And it became, became such associated. an iconic right. So then once, once uh, Sean Connery stepped down and then Pierce Brosnan came in, then they were like, okay, so he's a white male. And then they continued it on with Daniel Craig. And then now we're at a point where, you know, it could be changing for the better. So... Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens, but I, I was just kind of sad she received a lot of backlash for some for this, mm-hmm. and she, I don't know. I just I just think it's it's so crazy because it could really push the franchise in a new and very interesting way. Because what about if it's a seductive woman? How would that work? You know, and how do you? Yeah. How does she work that out? So I don't know. I'm here for it. It's. I think it'll be a cool, refreshing take on the franchise. But yeah, it it was just interesting. Is is she gonna be just a 007 or is she gonna be the new Bond? I don't know. And who knows that maybe that next person who does play who takes over that James Bond role, maybe they're not so much a pinnacle of the franchise. Maybe they're supporting her in a way. Yeah. Maybe that would be interesting. Johnny Hunnam comes in and supports oh, her. That'd my be cool. heart. So, I don't know. It's kind of cool, though. Um, I mean, I, I agree. I've honestly, I've said this before in the past, too, but I, I was never a huge 007 person. I do love me some Tom Cruise, Mission Impossible. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to, ha- honestly, I see, no, I see, uh, what's, the, what's the James Bond other film? The Sky? Skyfall. Skyfall. I think that's on Hulu. Or Netflix I saw the other day. But I do want to watch it because I watched um, Mission Impossible like six or seven. I think six with my dad. And I was like, okay, this series is pretty cool. And I watched, I went like on a binge and I watched mm-hmm. all of them multiple times. So I think like that's what I have to do. I have to just watch one James Bond film and then yeah, just watch, go back from the beginning. Watch Casino Royale is the first Daniel Craig. That, I think that Casino Royale is on Netflix. I think Skyfall yeah, is on Netflix or Hulu. Mm-hmm. But... I mean, I do want to get... is kind of tough to get through. It's not that great in my opinion, but... We'll see. Um, any final thoughts on anything we've talked about? 
Tastes like strawberries. <laughs> Why did I know that you were going to go back to that? It's just so stupid. I, it's funny, I agree. Though. That'd be um, funny. The only thing I have to say is Kevin Feige, please release WandaVision. <laughs> yes, and let's stop doing... Um, just stop teasing us. Stop, like, stop doing these has like, fallen franchises. Well, this, this is, uh, I'm so over it. I just want to, I just need something Marvel out. Like, again, like, it's like, yeah, it's a crack addict. <laughs> um, but I mean, I don't have any other thoughts other than I want WandaVision. Okay, it has well, a lot of hype. <laughs> that's it. Well, that was another episode of TWSS with Zach and Nicole. See you guys <laughs> next time. <laughs>